Well, spit it out. What is it? All right, I guess you can't do any harm to tell you. A pretty girl is coming to the store every day this week and flirting with me. <laughs> I think she likes me. <laughs> I'm not kidding. She's a shoe groupie. <laughs> What's so funny about a shoe groupie? Let's rock. I get a whoop No Man Presents, live from the nudie bar, the Married with Children podcast. And here are your hosts, Dan, Jamie, and Ash. Yeah, the Mary with Children podcast is back. And I know that when you guys even hear the name Mary with Children podcast, you're like, God, I love that. No, nobody remembers that? Jefferson said that? <laughs> yeah, I do. I know, it's very <laughs> random. But my name is Al, and I've heard of Frank Sinatra, because I'm, I'm pretty young. I'm just like a tad over 30, so. <laughs> If you're just a tad over 30, then I was just a tad drunk at my wedding. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? What, what 39 isn't that? <laughs> right. Okay. I'm Jamie, and none of you have earned the right to look at my hiney. Aw, not even <laughs> me? Maybe. All right. <laughs> and I'm Dan. I just tickled her feet, ate her muffins, and I left. Yeah, guys. So this is how Sinatra felt. Peg sends Bud and Kelly to spy on Al when she thinks he's cheating on her. Season 6, episode 12. Original air date, December 1st, 1991. We're heading out of 1991 pretty soon. Yep. Director Jerry Cohen, writer Stacy Lip. <laughs> we love her. <laughs> Special guest stars Jessica Hahn as Ricky. It's impossible. You're looking handsome today, Al. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I love to see a man on all fours. <laughs> Al Bundy has a shoe groupie. You can forget about having sex with me ever again. Already did. Jessica Hahn guest stars on an all-new Married with Children Sunday. Um, the title of this episode is a reference to singer Frank Sinatra, who sang the Married with Children theme song, Love and Marriage, among his other popular songs. I mean, everyone knows who Frank Sinatra is. Love and Marriage. You know, I played Love and Marriage, the song, um, and the thing, the instrumental of it, you hear at the end of the show, every show, during my wedding when people were coming in for a cocktail. Uh, no, after they, no, duh. After they were leaving cocktail hour and then coming into the normal uh, reception area. Nice. We'll be right back with our winning lottery numbers. Don't forget, this week's jackpot is up to $32 million. Oh, $32 million. Boy, that's a lot of money. Even split three ways. <laughs> Aren't we forgetting someone? Oh, God, I'm so embarrassed. I mean four ways. Of course we'll give some to Buck. <laughs> I know what I'm going to do with mine. I'm going to share mine with the poor and unfortunate. Yep. The poor, unfortunate babes who haven't yet experienced waking up with a butt in their hands. Well, at least you have. 
<laughs> now I love when Bud always makes these beer references. Like when he when he points out the fact that his name is a is a beer. He always he always likes to mention that it's cool that he's named after a beer. He even <clears throat> straight out said that one time. He would be even more proud uh, in 2019. Hmm. It's a weed reference. Never mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel bad. I didn't get it either. I was like, did Budweiser do something? In yeah, it's like, why would they do? They won an award? Uh, um, <laughs> like, was there a Kylie Jenner Budweiser ad? <laughs> what do you mean? When she did that Pepsi ad. That, that, oh, uh, oh. Besides, I don't think you deserve a full share. I mean, after all, you were left on our doorstep by trolls. <laughs> Well, at least when I was born and the doctor spanked me, I cried instead of saying, thanks. I like it, Rob. No, she didn't. She didn't learn to talk till she was 10. (laughs) If that's true, because, you know, everything that they say on the show, they're just letting us know the truth. Kelly just stood around as a child, not saying anything with a blank expression on her face until she was 10. Well, I, I, whenever something like that comes up, and even though, like, I don't fault the show for it because it's a, it, you know, this is not a serious thing and continuity is not their strong point. But I immediately go back in my brain and start thinking about, does that fit? Does that fit? I don't think it does because wasn't she, wasn't she right. eight years old when she couldn't have a sleepover anymore? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, she was, there are stories of her doing hoary things and like kindergarten and stuff. Right. <laughs> and talking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense. But like I said, who cares, you know? Yeah, because why would she have sleepovers and stuff if she can't even talk to anybody, yeah? Right. That'd be weird. How, how do you invite them? So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's a great joke, though, either way. It is. Now, kids, I want you to be nice to each other. I'm not always going to be around, you know. <laughs> Especially if these numbers come up. <laughs> They're flashing the numbers. They're flashing the numbers. Read them, bud. Read them. Okay. We got a seven. Yeah. Sixteen. Yeah. Eighteen. Yeah. Twenty-two. Yeah. Twenty-eight. Yeah. And thirty-four. Yeah. How many did we get? None. (laughs) God. Nothing for twelve weeks in a row. Is that some kind of a record, Mom? (laughs) Not for me. I'm going to start playing the lottery with the numbers that they picked on this episode you know like along with whatever i normally do because i always play the same numbers but i want to i want to do another card that i fill out the circles with with the numbers they said on this show can you imagine if it's so meant to be that this leads to our fame and fortune that would be hilarious because you of course would split that three ways right Uh, yeah Like, I'm so embarrassed. Of course I'd give some to Buck. Yeah, yeah Buck. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to start doing that and see if that pays off. My child. My child. My God. Al, this is the third day in a row you've come home happy. Now, I just had a physical and I'm fine. So what are you so happy about? What if I said that I've come to grips with my job and I've come to appreciate what the three of you mean to my life? 
You could say you were lying. And you'd be right. <laughs> Al, spit it out. What is it? All right, I guess it can't do any harm to tell you. A pretty girl is coming to the store every day this week and flirting with me. <laughs> I think she likes me. <laughs> I'm not kidding. She's a shoe groupie. <laughs> What's so funny about a shoe groupie? Oh, nothing, Dad. A lot of people think rock stars get the best groupies, but now it's clear. Nothing gets them antsy like a shoehorn in your pants. <laughs> and he feels it's harmless, so he doesn't care. I mean, to the point where he's telling Peg. He doesn't, you know? If something was really going on, why would I even let you know that there's an inkling of a chance that I'm up to something? Right, exactly. But I guess just hearing stuff like that, even if you heard, like, if I told my wife, yeah, there's this hot chick who works near me at work, she's always flirting with me, she would obviously be upset. So I guess... Well, it's the kind of thing, and it happens all the time, like, you know that there's nothing bad about anything that's going on. You know it's completely innocent. So you'll share it with your partner. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, this is funny. This guy came in and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, their face what? is What's his their name? face is slow. Right, Who? exactly. I mean Who? Who's yeah. this guy? Wait, wait, how do you know? How how far away does he work from you? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty much Do you go to lunch with him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't need to describe him. I'll see him. I'm coming to your work tomorrow. <laughs> and see, and it's like it's it's like I was just describing this innocent story that I thought was humorous and I'm right. sharing it with you because I thought it was funny. Yeah, you realize they don't share the same exact sense of humor you have. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought we, no, we both like Dumb and Dumber, no? Okay. <laughs> What's wrong, Mom? Father's cheating on me. <laughs> I am not. I know you are. You waited until I was a tad over 30 and you cheated on me. I have two things to tell you. I would never cheat on you. And if you think you're just a tad over 30, <laughs> then I was just a tad drunk at our wedding. <laughs> no, Peg's 37. Just think, I'm older than Peg Bundy, right? Like, I could literally be married to her right now. Wow. And I'd be older. Now, wow. do, do I come off the same age as her or older? Much older. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, I mean, here's the thing. I'm older than she is now by quite a bit. Yeah. And that is depressing to me. Yeah. That must... I don't I don't feel like I look older than that. It's weird. She has she doesn't look bad, but she looks old. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't look young. Right. I think it part of that is probably because if you go back and watch any TV show like a sitcom from when you were a kid or a movie or anything where there are parents, but they're young parents. Right. If they were older than you at the time. They stay that way. They always seem always. older than you. You know? Yeah. Yep. So, like, all of the shows I grew up watching, I'm older than the parents on those but shows. But they still seem older than you when you watch it. Exactly. It's yeah. weird, right? It's just... I... It almost makes me feel like I'm not growing up or I'm not maturing or something. Like, I think there's something wrong with me. I wonder, I often think about that <laughs> because I often forget how old I am because it's just, and I wonder, I'm think, and I think if I had kids, would 
I be more grounded in my age? Like, would it make me because I, you know, people my age have kids that are going to college. Well, Dave Z isn't, you know, and, you know, so he doesn't come off any older than me. So it didn't work for him. So I'm, no, that's true. <clears throat> yeah, I'm thinking it wouldn't work for me either. I I think that for us, though, um, while we look ahead, at, like it's been always one of the toughest things to conceptualize, like age and exactly what we're talking age about. Age and perception. Exactly. But exact. Yeah. Or lack thereof. But. I've run into like um, and like I uh, I worked with like a twenty year old the other day this kid and quickly realized my age like it just put it right into perspective I'm like wow but I didn't like it I was like I feel so old this is crazy like how wait what because like think about it when you're like twenty to thirty to then forty like you you're a completely different person yeah. at all those ages. So I've never – it's been the toughest thing for me in my entire life to like grasp, grasp the concept of age. <laughs> I can't do it. If I was sitting next to Peg on the couch, I feel like people would think I'm her son. You know what I – yeah, exactly. Right. And meanwhile, I'm two years older than she is. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a crazy thought for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I think the feeling that we have that, you know, like we feel younger than we really are, I honestly think that continues your entire life. I mean, maybe it does. I mean, maybe it's true for everyone. Right. And I just feel like I should – maybe I just assumed right. that when I reached a particular age, I would feel that age. Right. But right. maybe it's true for everyone that you don't. You know, and, and I'll be talking to younger people at work, you know – and and we talk about the same stuff, movies, video right. games, music, whatever. And I'm still on top of everything. You know, I didn't it's not like I'm over there not knowing how to work my iPhone because, I, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're not Johnny Lawrence. I'm <laughs> I, What's that, a Nokia. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Dell. I, uh, you know, we talk about YouTube shows and stuff and, you know, when they talk, I understand what they're saying. You know, like it's not, I don't feel disconnected. Right. But then I'm, I'm thinking the other day, somebody said something and it made me think, Oh my God, they look at me like I'm their mom. Like, like, you know, so, like so that's what I was just going to say though. So actually our um, perception of it was wrong. Well, not wrong, but just um, when we were younger, yeah, you, you think you think a certain way, like oh wow, that person's really. But now that we're older, it's like the opposite. It's like yeah. I'm I'm basically the same person, just like a little smarter, a little wiser, or maybe not for everybody, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but when we were kids, and and you know we're looking at our parents, and we're like, eh, pfft. right. But right. now we're that age, and and we're still I'm still cool. You know, you know what the biggest—you <laughs> definitely are. No question about me. <laughs> I've grown up in pretty much the same town my entire life. Going to high school and and remembering certain people and all the stuff that they did that um, you know uh, I don't think would 
would be looked upon um, too pleasantly. And now they have like three or four kids. Oh my god! And like, god. like I saw like one girl walking down. Yeah, and you're like, hey, you're still a jerk. What are you doing with all those kids? Oh my, yeah, exactly. Like, talk about the blind leading the blind. Like, what is this life? That's always been What's a big this thing life for me. The kids are now the same age as I was when I met that girl, that guy. Dude, I, I, I can't. I can't. We can't do this. So Again, weird. I got to get out that book. Yeah. Final exit. Where is <laughs> right. it? Well, last night I ran into – you know how Facebook does the people you may know thing? Yes. They randomly threw at me a guy that I went to high school with. Okay. And – I looked at the picture and I was like, who? And like, who is that? And then I recognized the name and I'm like, oh my God. You know, so I clicked on his profile just to see. And in his profile, he is posing with his daughter who was graduating. <laughs> and I was oh like, my oh my God. And there was a woman standing next to him. And I was like, oh, is that his mom? No, that was his <laughs> wife. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Wow. <laughs> It's so weird. It's so weird. And I just I, – I get really depressed if I think about it too much. I agree. I, I agree. Well, speaking of kids, uh, Peg wants hers to break into the shoe store early and spy on Al while he's at work to see what's really going on over there. Al is um, showering too, which is a big deal. Pause for alarm. Suspect. Yeah, I wonder if he's wearing underwear in a tube. <laughs> well, we I was know thinking the not, same thing. <laughs> we know he's not, like, spraying his shoes with anything or, like, getting clean socks. No. that That's true because uh, he – yeah, well, we can't say. That's a big <laughs> reveal too. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's a huge reveal when he holds it up to that woman's face. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, the last time Al took a shower. Here, I'm going to try to find it. <laughs> Three seasons ago. The last time he actually took a shower was November 18th, 1990. <laughs> in the episode, Do You Think I'm Sexy? This is when the neighborhood women thought he was sexy. Okay, okay. Oh, that's, oh when he was at, that was the shoe, the socks in it. I mean, the underwear in a tube episode, wasn't it? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Al comes into the shoe store and in an iconic scene sits down and puts his head in his hands in hopeless misery and doesn't move from that position for five hours. Classic pose. Well, four hours. Then he gets up once and then he goes back down for another hour. Now, that classic pose, you have seen that picture for years on social media. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it. the image alone with no words describes pretty much everyone's feelings about work. Right. Yeah. That's what I like about social media, too, is you can hone in on certain things like that. And it's almost like classic now. You know, it just it says so much about not only Al Bundy and kind of sums up his life, but it's it's very relatable to everybody. And it's just um it was already iconic, but because of the reasons that we just said, it's even more iconic now. Right. Yeah. And they mentioned is that that's an advertisement for college. And I'm like, nah, I know plenty of people went to college who still have their head in their hands at work. Yep. It's uh, college yep. is not the answer to everything, guys. 
Nope. Nope. <laughs> My name is Cliff, brother, brother of, of Joe. Joe. I got me some crack. I want some let me hear you say yeah. Can you imagine if that was college, dude? Oh my god! Like he, like he got a job that wouldn't be doing that. Yeah, right. Again, again, Cliff O'Malley will always be um, college Cliff O'Malley, and then you see him as a dad on Riverdale to Jughead or whoever. It's like what? Not Jughead, but yeah. No, he's the dad of Betty. Now right. he pulls off a dad about as well as I would. Like he, to me, he's always going to be Cliff O'Malley. <laughs> Exactly, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to be a dad. That's about as good as I'd be doing, bro. That or like the Scooby Doo van outside gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from Jason vs. Freddy. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. He's always a young guy. I met him about three, four years ago, and he was the coolest guy ever, man. Yeah. I love that guy. Oh yeah, definitely. He's cool. So a fat woman comes into the shoe store. Sounds like a setup for a joke. <laughs> it sounds like it just got home, right? Didn't it look like the 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 uh, the original lady there? Oh, uh, they all look alike. They do, right? Yeah. Type. Oh, is that insulting? I'm sorry. Fact. <laughs> as long as I don't point out her race, I think I'm I'm good. I'm in the clear. Mm-hmm. All fat white people look the same. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. At some point, features just get blurred. <laughs> yeah, they just spread out into the same face. Sir! Take a number! (laughs) What is your number? One. (laughs) How may I serve you? I want my money back. These shoes you sold me are as useless to me as a comb is to you. I've only worn them once and they split at the sides. Well, let me explain. See, it's it's just like an elevator. There's a two-ton weight limit on this shit. Let's say I nail the soles directly to your feet. It'll give you more traction when you're pulling the ice wagon. You will be hearing from my attorney. Is that the law offices of Hagen and Dot? She's only in two things, believe it or not. 30-something as babysitter number two, and this episode as Leona. Her name is Maggie Montgomery. She uh, read the ad of Fat Women Needed, and she came in to audition. <laughs> Jesus. And she got the part um, <laughs> as Leona. I like how they give her a name, too, like to give her some dignity. Well, and um, to address something that somebody was talking about on the uh, on the Facebook group page, which is exactly that, that's that's pretty much how it goes. There's a casting call, yeah. and these people know that if they want a job and they have to be realistic about life and realize, like, what they are. Wait, there's a casting call? I thought somebody just yelled out Sui. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure, now that you know what it means. Oh, what, I can't, oh, well, I'm not entitled to that because I just learned it. <laughs> Alex learns it next week, comes back swinging. Yeah, so, yeah, suddenly I got zingers about it. <laughs> and that was what, like season one? <laughs> he thought he could when Al goes to the library. That'll do, pig. <laughs> now, here's one thing. Unlike most of the fat women who walk into the shoe store... <laughs> 
she deserves what she got here because she did strike first, like Cobra Kai. She- <laughs> Dude, that was I knew it. I said to myself when I woke up this morning, I'm like, I wonder if Alex is going <laughs> to reference Cobra Kai. Like 20 times a show now because he's obsessed with Cobra Kai. <laughs> she attacks his hair. Right. It's true. She does. Yeah. And then and, and the, my thought at that time was, sister – don't lead off insulting someone, you know, <laughs> like where do you think that's going to go? <laughs> like, know what show you're on. And you're insulting the wrong guy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. If she, if you knew Al Bundy and it was today, right? And that exact scenario and you happen to be in the shoe store for whatever reason, like you're hanging out with Al. And as soon as she says the hair thing, you just step back, get your phone out and start recording. You're like, yep. oh boy, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. They should nail them to her feet so they there's more sturdy when she pulls the ice wagon. <laughs> so we got another horse reference for the fat women in the shoe store. So now we're rolling with this. As you know, Al did the fat women came into the shoe store today a couple episodes ago. And now we got this. Then she says, You're, you'll be hearing from my attorney. Like an attorney would ever waste his time fighting right. some guy in a shoe store. Because she claims he insulted her. There is absolutely zero proof of this. It would never hold up in court. There, what are you going to assume for? Right. I mean, I guess faulty shoes if, uh, but. Is that what she's referring to? But okay. even then, I, I don't think she has a case. I don't think she has a leg to stand on. <laughs> <laughs> she has hoofs. Yeah, when she threatens Al with lawyers, he asks, <laughs> he asks if her. <laughs> it was great. He asked if her lawyers are from the law office of Hagen and Dobbs. <laughs> <laughs> Which, of course, is a reference to Hagen Dobbs. The ice cream company. <laughs> oh, wow. The it, law offices of. <laughs> the obvious there is that most law offices are like two guys' names. All the time, like Jacoby and Myers, etc. Look, Kel, I think we can go home now. The only person Dad's cheating on Mom with is death. <laughs> Excuse me, but that must be my dinner. Easy now, hoppity. <laughs> She's not Buck. She'll run away. <laughs> You're looking handsome today, Al. <laughs> Jessica Hahn walks into the shoe store with muffins in hand. <laughs> and as she's talking to Al, Al's eating her muffins. <laughs> <laughs> Right there in the middle of the shoe store? Right? I brought you some muffins. Oh, mm, mm, mm. As pretty as you are. God, it is disgusting what a woman in a short skirt can do to a man. Bud is salivating. He's licking his chops. He is way into this, man. And he has the right to be. Could you show me something in a four-inch heel? I can. <laughs> she wants four-inch heels. 
That seems a little extreme. Yeah, is, Jamie, is that the normal length of a heel? That's your crazy. Typical, your typical heel is like three inches. Three. What? Okay. Wow. I mean, you can get heels higher than that, obviously. And hmm. I even had some six-inch heels at one. Oh what? my god! Did you fall over? What are you trying to prove? <laughs> I am like a hobbit. Are you kidding me? I am so short. <laughs> so uh, Al shows his butt to her when he leans over to pick up the shoes. He gives that little, you know, butt pose. Al has strong but yielding hands. That's high school football, which apparently nobody wants to hear about in this episode. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, she was not having it, man. She was like, yeah, that's great. Just tell me about selling shoes. I love to see a man on all fours. <laughs> you know, I felt a lot of hands on my feet, but yours are so strong, yet so yielding. That's high school football. See, when I was on the team and the play called for a strong but yielding hands, the coach... I don't want to hear about football. Tell me something exciting. Tell me about selling shoes. Uh, remember cold day? Winter of 68. I was just a young heel then. <laughs> don't stop, baby. <laughs> you know, Bud, she just may be the shoe groupie. You're going to make some guy a fine end table one day. So I looked her right in the foot and I said, I don't need no stinking shoe sizer. You're a size seven, baby. Oh, God. Yes, I know. I know. Bud, we've got a real problem. How do we tell mom? And do we tell mom? So the kids contemplate whether or not they should tell Peg. Would she be a shoopy? A shoopy, wow. Nice. Bud's contemplating this. Kelly is thinking about Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. What would you find? What'd you find? Let's see. She deserves to know, but then she'll be mad at Dad. And she'll be hurt. Do I betray Dad without hearing his side of the story? What a dilemma. I wonder what Kelly's thinking. Eeny, meeny, chilly, beeny, these spirits are about to speak. Uh, are they friendly spirits, Bullwinkle? A reasonable facsimile of Rocky and Bullwinkle? <laughs> I don't know if it's all that reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> The voice actress of Rocky, June Foray, previously appeared on Married with Children as the voice of Scary Mary in Season five's God's Shoes. Now, that's wrong. It's Season sixes. I was going to say, that's not correct, because we just did that episode. Ah, we gotcha. <laughs> Nothing gets by us. Nothing. I mean, so was it did was it actually June Foray who did the voice here? Because it didn't sound right to me. I don't think so i mean they it could i mean they had her there but i don't even know if she's legally allowed to to do that if it's not for oh you know what that's a good point right because i remember michael jackson when he was on the simpsons his studio or whoever his record uh, dealer they wouldn't let him sing at all so some other guy came in to sing like happy birthday lisa and stuff and even when he was when he did a little Billy Jean thing in, in the mental institution, 
he, that wasn't him singing. He was just talking the whole time. But whenever he sang, it had to be somebody else. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, there's always weird things like that. So I, I'm, I believe that that probably wasn't her. Exactly. It didn't sound right at all to me. No. Now, if you were the kids, would you have told Peg? Not that the whole really, the whole episode hinders on this, so we don't have to get that far into it. But as a kid. I probably wouldn't because I'd be afraid that they'd get mad and maybe get divorced or something. But then again, Bud's like 18. I probably would think differently at that time. I, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to say. Well, kids, did you find anything? <laughs> well, he sat there for hours. He went to the bathroom. He looked at his watch and he insulted a fat woman. Oh, and uh, don't forget the pretty woman who was all over him. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that. But nothing happened. Yeah, they didn't have intercourse or anything. <laughs> just tickled her feet and ate her muffins and she left. So she says they did not have intercourse, but he tickled her feet after eating her muffin. Muffins. <laughs> <laughs> Bud's done more with a girl so he says which we all believe but we have to go along with the uh rewritten history of bud i don't know why i guess it's funnier if he's a virgin so whatever al you can forget about having sex with me ever again i already did (laughs) that's that's a real threat (laughs) <laughs> to a guy that we have to give sex points to. Exactly. <laughs> We've heard all about it. Now, if anyone wants to talk, I think you know that I can be a calm and objective ear. Well, I'd like to see. Out something. of my way, pig. <laughs> <laughs> I know these must be trying times for you. Come tell me everything. I can be a good shoulder to cry on. Oh, Marcy, I'm so upset. Into the mic, hun. The girls at the beauty parlor have a right to know. <laughs> I feel so betrayed. Am I speaking loud enough? Al, I just want you to know that I'm not prejudging you. Well, thanks, buddy. So how was she? I never touched her. So she did all the work? God, I love that! And he was like, God, I love that. I mean, he looked... That was such a great reaction. It really was. It seemed very genuine. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he's really honing into his character really well. And I, I still say at this point, we haven't really got a lot of Jefferson. I, I always feel like it's in drips and drabs. I never really feel like I got my fill of this guy. No, I, I agree. I feel like when he does, when he is prominent and uh, he says his jokes, they're definitely, um, they definitely work. And they're memorable, but then, yeah, then you'll go, like, an extended period of time where you'll just get nothing. Or, like, an episode where he just shows up and he's just there. Yeah, he's in and out of the house, like this one. Like, that's not good. And he wasn't even in the last one. Like, the ones where he's, like, a pool shark and stuff, like, I'd like that stuff more often. Like, where he's in it for, like, two-thirds of the episode or something. They just give him different roles wherever he's needed. Wherever he's needed in the episode, he can be that guy. Do you know what I mean? Like almost like whatever you got to be so we can further this plot. I I feel like the whole thing of Jefferson like as a whole, I don't think at this point anyone loved him. I think he was was all right. You know, it was cool and he he did his job and it was good. But 
I think after we've seen them all, and then they're you know as we go on with this, they totally he's a major part of the show, right. I just feel bad for his character. Well, for actually, I guess for Ted McGinley. Like, I don't feel like they tried very hard with him in the beginning. No. And so it, they could have. It was almost as if they didn't care what happened to his character, and that's kind of sad. I I, th- I think though at the time, if um if he's not needed, okay, that's fine. But I also do think that to to introduce him in the way that they did, right set up who he is as a character, which I think they've done up until, what, about four episodes ago? That was really his introduction, who we got to see who he was. Like, he kind of stands up to Al, so to speak, more so than Steve ever did. So so the table is set in terms of something like that. Like, so you set up his character. Okay, so you might not need him for a little bit, but it's better to set up who he is. Yeah, so he's there when you need him. Exactly. Same thing. Like, you know, and then and then bring them in. And um, I honestly think that it's probably a case of like too much of that. People would notice too much of him, too much of Marcy. You know, Um, I know a couple episodes were like, are they really in it again? Like when they went out uh, the gold digging episode. Yeah, I guess that was one you could consider. Yeah. okay, it's another one. You know, and it's like it's just one of those things where they're not really necessary. So I think it would actually be overkill if they tried to shoehorn him in. Uh, for every episode, but like you just said, it's good to have him on deck, so to speak, in the batter's box, ready to go. You know, have him have him in the chamber. Yeah, like, like <laughs> exactly, like the unnatural. <laughs> well, he calls Marcy's butt a bonbon bottom. <laughs> I guess that's one bonbon peg wouldn't eat, right? <laughs> Does anyone want to hear my side of this? No need. You, sir, are a cheat and a liar. Now, I have the name of a woman attorney who will chew Al up and spit him out. That's who I would use to bleach my husband's bones if he so much as even looked at another woman while he was wearing my brand. (laughs) Isn't that right, Cinnamon Buns? That would only be fair, Bon Bon Bottom. (laughs) I see now I have to kill her. What would a lawyer really do to Jefferson? Uh, he would get alimony <coughs> or whatever. <laughs> right. How'd he destroy somebody who has nothing? I don't know. But <laughs> but then he goes, now I know I have to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> that line will make more sense later on when we learn certain things about Jefferson that make zero sense uh, leading to it. All right, that's enough. I have a little announcement. Now, I can understand why you all would think that I was cheating on my wife. After all, she did bear my children. But and nobody sitting in a tree. K.I. something, 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 too. <laughs> oh, Kelly. <clears throat> can't even spell kissing. Something she does on a daily basis, she can't spell it. <laughs> Imagine that. Yep. They all think I'm guilty. I should have done it. I got a good mind to go back to the shoe store and eat some muffins, and before I fall asleep, give her the best 30 seconds of her life. (laughs) Opportunity never comes when you want it. Al goes upstairs to go to bed early, and Ricky is already in the bed. Now, you might not know, but Ricky's the shoe groupie. 
<laughs> they gave her a name. <laughs> Take me, shoe man. <laughs> How'd you get in here? By ladder. It was hanging outside your daughter's window. <laughs> now, the amount of guys that Kelly has brought in through the front door... To add a ladder to the whole situation, you can only imagine how many we don't know about. Oh, God. And I, we haven't seen that in a while, too, which is a bummer. I know. I wonder if uh, Mongo had another brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to see her in a pile of laundry with a dude. <laughs> That'd be hot. There must be a videotape of that laying around, right? There's got to be. She's only wearing high heels under the covers. I mean... Can you say show wing? <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, what? Al keeps lifting the sheet as he's yelling at her. That is very funny. I love that. Oh, God, is that great. He just keeps looking. She loves the smell of Al's feet, apparently. Talk shoe to me. It was a warm day in August. The shoeboxes were throbbing. No, no, I can't. <laughs> I'm married to a woman named something. You're going to have to leave. There's nothing you can do that'll make me leave. Now, I don't want to get tough with you, miss, but uh, you leave me no choice. <laughs> oh, take off the socks. The socks. <laughs> that's just, that's where, like, I drew the line. And this, I was like, this is not believable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now it becomes unbelievable. <laughs> right. That's for <laughs> Dan's the whistleblower. Yeah, you gotta draw the line somewhere. I mean, Peg could smell it from downstairs. Right. (laughs) Al, do you have your shoes off up there? There are people breathing down here, for God's sake. She doesn't deserve a man like you. Try me on her size. Peg! Peg! She said, try me on for size. Oh, my God. It's very easy for me to put myself in Al's situation. I tap into that really easily, especially when he's like, um... I bet you'd tap into I bet you would tap that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Jessica Hahn, it wouldn't take me two seconds, man. I'd be like, okay. But if I was married, though, ah, man. Well, you are. Right. Oh, yeah. I try to forget that. I guess I wouldn't cheat because, you know, once you do it and this dream thing goes through and you're done. Mm -hmm. And plus, I only have a pass on one girl on the entire planet, which will never happen. So Tiffany Thiessen. Oh, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, but she knows that will happen. So that's why I'm in love with Tiffany Amber Thiessen, but it's more on um, a different level than just sexually. (laughs) it turns out al cries at the end of bambi is that the one where like the deer was shot yeah but that was at the beginning that's what i thought i was gonna say wasn't that the beginning of bambi Mm -hmm. you know i can understand those other times you cheated that 10 cents a week raise you pocketed for yourself back in 72 (laughs) those m&ms that you had hidden in the aspirin bottle (laughs) yep i know about that this is different, Al. How could you do this to me? Especially when you know how sensitive I am. 
Listen, Peg. If I was ever going to leave you, it wouldn't be for another woman. I don't want another woman. Wouldn't mind having another TV, though. You, you know what I really like? One of those picture-in-a-picture jobs. You know, sometimes they got a game on it. At the same time, they got a good Hooter movie. And flipping back and forth between the channels makes me kind of anxious. Oh, well, maybe some other time. Anyhow, I never have, nor will I ever, cheat on you. Really, Al? Really, Peg. But I did have the opportunity. Well, what stopped you? I don't know. <laughs> well, I do. It's because we've been married for 20 years. We have 20 years of the same memories, same disappointments, the same life. Anyone else would have left us by now. <laughs> but we can't and we never will because you know that we were meant for each other and Peg believes it's because they've been together for 20 years and I like the one line where she says anyone else would have left us by now well see okay and that's a big line though because we've talked about this many times before you know um, more so I would say on Al's side than Peggy's side but We've had those episodes where uh, Peggy's had hers, too. We said, like, the um, the baseball player, um, all the dudes in the house. that Like, it's out. And the, when she went out with Marcy, um, was that the gay guy one, I believe? There's been several. Yeah, ins- when they went to the, the dance. Yeah. Yeah, when the they went show. to. The, yeah. So, like, it's been back and forth. And whether, like, and we've posed this question, like, do you think Al would actually cheat? Do you think Peggy would actually cheat? And I think that that line is basically the definitive answer. And it's true, you know? Right, right. Well, it's weird that they have, like, these types of uh, endings two episodes in a row, too. The lovey-dovey endings. Yeah, that's true. They just had it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, Al knows that they they were meant for each other, and that bums about even more, really. <laughs> Peg says, let's go upstairs, so she gets a sex point here. Come on, honey, let's go upstairs. Mm, why not? Already hit rock bottom. <laughs> what is it, Al? Um, can't go upstairs. <laughs> why not? Um, because I'm so hot, I want you here right now. <laughs> What did you guys think when they were getting up to go upstairs? Did it occur to you before Al realized that she was upstairs still? Yes. Oh, it yeah. Did. Okay, so Al's reaction's great. Right, let's do it down here. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they do that. Now Jessica Hahn starts making her way downstairs as this is happening, and Al's doing his best to shield Peg from the view. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Jessica Hahn for a second and how she even got this role well this was jessica hahn's first credited acting role she began a long-time domestic relationship with series creator ron levitt around the time of this appearance which lasted until his death in 2008 wow Wow. he was she was with him and he was hardly around from what 
she said on the Howard Stern show. Like, she would just sit in this nice, fancy place in New York all the time. I think it was New York. And she's an amazing piano player, believe it or not. <laughs> and it's because she has time to just do whatever she wants. And she's she's just there whenever he needs her. Well, you know, and um, there's something else, too. Like, I didn't remember that she accused Jim Baker of raping her. Yeah, in 1987. Yeah, and he well, and she accused him in '87, but she says that he raped her in 1980. And uh, she was also a Playboy bunny, by the way, which is um, oh yeah. Now, oh, real quick, there was a goof that happened before we get into this epic ending uh, with Jessica Hahn. Uh, there was a goof that we missed a scene or two ago when Marcy's recording Peg uh, and talking, you know into the little yeah. cassette recorder for yeah. the girls of the beauty parlor. The cassette inside is not moving, even though Marcy's holding the record button down. I don't think I could notice that if I wanted to. Like, I don't think I can <laughs> see that well. The, the quality is not that good. I think I could, that I could see that. <laughs> so, okay. So now we get to this last scene, man. So Al shielding peg away from vision. And Jessica Hahn comes down the stairs and Peg says, wow, you do realize this is probably your last chance to ever, you know, hook up with a hot chick. And then Al turns and looks at her and she opens up her trench coat, flashing Al. But she has lingerie on, unfortunately, because it's Fox. (laughs) But man, does that look good. I wish she did it on the stairs, though, so you could see her legs, too. But she did it from behind the couch. It's still hot. I guess it was a closer view, so. Alex, you're so passionate about hot chicks. Yeah, man. <laughs> Sometimes like, I feel like she has a bit of a horse face. You know, I thought that as soon as she walked into the <laughs> shoe store, I was like, ooh, she doesn't look that good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Al should have done that joke to her about pulling the ice wagon. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but... uh. Her face is not my type at all. Everyone likes a nice body, nice legs, nice hooters and stuff. That's fine. But the face is really the the make or break of whether or not you're going to get into a long-term thing with somebody. Personality, Alex. Oh, right. That too. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not into her face at all. I got to say. Yeah. I don't want to be insulting because she's cool, but. Al, honey, tell me something. Were you ever tempted by that woman? You know, even a little bit? Because, you know, at your age, that was probably your last chance. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So, um... She gives one la- – we get one last look at her body as she's leaving their house for the last time or the only time I guess. <laughs> and it dawned on me when she was leaving that Al would have just left one redhead for another. Oh, yeah. Right? If you're going to cheat – Al's always with the blondes. So – and I mean always. So it's weird – but then again, I mean, a hot chick like that comes up to you. You're not going to go, oh, well, you don't have blonde hair, so I'm not 
sure this is going to work. <laughs> so let's rate this episode. So how many muffins are you eating out of five for this episode, Dan? I am eating uh, four and a half muffins. I got full. I couldn't finish the uh, the last half. Uh, no, I really enjoyed this episode. Um, I thought that uh, it moved very quickly and it was very – all the jokes were very much on point um, and it was – all the jokes were delegated nicely, evenly. Um, and I just think that uh, answering that question kind of definitively was pretty big. You know, without making like a big deal of it, like we said, we've had this discussion many times, which means I'm sure a lot of people thought about this, you know, would Al cheat um, over the years. Yeah, but now we have a true definitive answer here. Exactly, and it's 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 done in such a um, a Bundy way too, where it is just kind of like a very laid back comment, yet rings very true. And um, I think that I think that when they do stuff like that and they just play it perfectly, like like this is yeah, this is how we're going to address this. Kind of like you know laying back with you know your hand down your pants. <laughs> Yeah, I just I, I really did like this episode. I thought it was great. I thought some of the jokes were just hysterical. And uh yeah, I just really liked it. Four and a half muffins. Wow. Uh Jamie, how many of Ricky's muffins are you eating out of five for this episode? <laughs> yeah, Jamie. I mean <laughs> I am really not all that hungry so i'm gonna have to say i'll only be able to eat like three and a half oh wow ah, i can't wait to hear why um well there's not that a whole lot as to why it just didn't you had a big breakfast huh there's a like <laughs> yeah, i had those two peeps for breakfast <laughs> um, oh there's um there there's not really a big reason as to why there's just not I get except that there isn't a big reason as to why not like right. it I don't know nothing really struck me as that like blew me away in this episode so I mean it wasn't bad I'm not saying it was bad I did like it I just um didn't love it you know love it so. Right. I love it. You made me change the way I'm going to look at my rating now. So I'm going to eat four out of five of her muffins. <laughs> and the reason is, thinking back, you know, you got an amazing fat woman in the shoe store segment. Right. You got an iconic image of Al sitting in the shoe store, like just a moment that was so great even in the show but became something of legend in social media in the world of Married with Children. I'm not saying everyone in the world has seen this. Uh, you know, things like that. You got Jessica Hahn, who's definitely an iconic person. For me, a big Howard Stern listener in the 90s and stuff, and late 80s, the Sam Kennison connection. And then, you know, she was just cool in this, and she was hot, and she was definitely into just being a hot chick on the show. Al having a shoe groupie was unique and different and cool, and her, her being so hot was awesome. Um, the kids' stuff was great. Jefferson and Marcy, his great reaction, her taping it for whatever. And then her being in the bed with nothing on but high heels and Al keep peeking in, in on it. I do realize that amongst all that sounding so good, at the same time, yeah, 
I get what you mean. That's why it's not getting a five, which it otherwise would have, I think, <laughs> if what you're pointing out wasn't lacking. So that's why I'm only giving it a four out of five. Ah. All that great stuff, but yeah, it does seem like there's just something. There could have been more. One of the rare episodes where I rate an episode higher than Al. Yeah. Crazy. Nice. Yeah, but again, really, I really like it. You just really like it plus point five. Exactly. You almost love it. <laughs> almost. <laughs> well, tune in next week as we review I Who Have Nothing. Al visits his high school sweetheart and relives his football glory days. Nice. Hey, because that never happens. (laughs) Thank God we get to an episode where he does that, right, guys?